everyone, this is Billy from Fanable.com. I just want to thank the following Patreon donors. Euphileric, Tom Hubbard, David Roberts, Warren Cummings, and Tristan Gilbert. Thank you so much. We owe you everything. And nothing. You hear the sound of a metallic growl moving towards you. you okay, everybody back up. Everybody back up right now. Okay. Get a grenade launcher. And <laughs> as you guys are driving, uh, well, Carl is driving, um, you guys are in back when suddenly the uh, vehicle stops. Well, we just got kind of a last minute uh, call for help from another group. Uh, they're about 15 strong. Um, they, they just reported in... Uh, that they're being attacked by zombies. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Billy, and we are back to our favorite game of David annoying my cat, who's wearing a tie. <laughs> Yay. That is Yay. We're actually back, surprisingly, playing my Rotted Capes game. We I originally thought it was a one-shot, so making them ultras was a really bad idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> The worst ultras in the world. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're back playing my Rotted Capes game. Uh, this takes place in Washington, and uh, we're really excited. We've been going through this book left and right. I've made a huge quick re- quick reference guide on how to do everything in this book. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. You can find it on Fandible.com's page uh, under the one that got away, I think it's called. The article. Billy is both the hero that we needed and the hero that we deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much. and very appropriate. One plot die. Yes. <laughs> no, you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you pay me to make me feel good. Yep. BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what guilty media pleasure would that be <laughs> equivalent to? I don't know. Uh, webcamming? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listeners don't know what we're talking about, but uh, stay on the lookout. <laughs> stay on the lookout for a very interesting chart. <laughs> would it be found footage because you throw up watching it? Uh, no, that would be that would be vomiting. Would be found footage. Yeah. Rotted capes is a game. <laughs> <laughs> you basically just so know who are just kind of listening. Uh, the world has ended about two years ago. Zombies basically rose up and ate everybody. The problem is uh, when superheroes, the A-listers, such as we call them the Guardian League, aka Justice League, unless you're a lawyer from DC, then the Guardian League, <laughs> uh, they uh, they attack. They try to save the day, and then they got eaten and turned into super zombies, super intelligent zombies. Well, intelligent zombies who are kind of just like – they're like their normal selves but taking away all empathy and kind of so uh, psych- uh, psychopaths now and they can use their powers and stuff. So they are the things that are decimating the entire world along with normal zombies, normal zombies with people like grafted metal, normal zombies that could phase. Like they're horrible, horrible, horrible things. Hmm. There are bystanders. But the only people keeping everybody safe I would say are the B-list heroes, the heroes that were left behind at the hideouts, the heroes that weren't really heroes beforehand. Uh, they might have been celebrities. They're basically the people who didn't stand up and try to save the day in the first place. <laughs> Way to make us sound like like amazing people. You you or or you're the daredevil. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know. You're right. You no, no, I I totally hey, stayed he, and watched the car. He made Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> safe. He, he made Hell's Kitchen safe. All three blocks of it. Yes, yeah. that is a crazy three fucking blocks. <laughs> Let me tell you, I had no idea that where I work had so many dark alleys and gangs <laughs> and a heroin trade. <laughs> Jesus, that's a really booming. That's a happening three blocks. There are bars. Clubs. <laughs> Apparently, there's a biker bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God! Uh, 
We're going to go starting from my right. David, how about we introduce your character? Okie doke. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Dave. Uh, I'm playing Exclusive, uh, who is a former villain who has survived primarily on his wit and his everlasting tenacity. That's not sure he got arrested. Uh, <laughs> and he was in the safety of a prison transport vehicle when everything went to hell and was being transported, was successfully transported to a holding place somewhere in, in Washington. In Washington. It was a military base and then later on they moved to a bunker. Yep. And so through his grit and determination to not die, successfully did not die while being held in one of the most secure places that he could ever wind up. Good job. Uh, if, if anything, he does have some, he, he does have one reason to pat himself on the back. And that is because when he was taken as a prisoner, he was also used by the organization that ran this bunker as a kind of errand boy with an explosive device around his neck. Freedom collars. Freedom, freedom collars. Gives you the, the freedom to choose die no, no, or do. It's the ultimate freedom. <laughs> Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> they played that every day. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that was what they played in your thing. And My, myself. And yourself yeah. for two years. And the sick part right now is you kind of like it. Yeah, kind of kind of miss it. Yeah. Janis Joplin's a, a great singer. Yeah. Uh, and so so he his his job was effectively to be a gopher. He would get an assignment to go retrieve a certain object. He had a certain amount of time in which to do it. Otherwise, he would explode if he tried to mess with the collar. He would explode if he tried to escape. He would explode. And uh he was semi good at his job. Part of that is because of his skill set, and another part is because he was often paired up with... Uh, Blackout, played by Angela, uh, a.k.a. Betty Corgan. She is the fifth person to bear the mantle of Blackout, and she was the worst prepared as she had to take over the identity when her, her mother was killed on Blackout's prom night. Six months before Z-Day. Six months before Z-Day. So uh, Betty was unprepared to be blackout. She was unprepared for zombies. I'd like to say at least one of those was not her fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shortly after, I forget exactly how long after Z-Day. Three she got, months. Three months after uh, Z-Day. So again, hadn't been doing this job on her own for a year even. Uh, she got picked up by the same military paramilitary pseudo-military organization that uh kept her captive along with exclusive they did they did save me at first they saved me and uh another uh super-powered person pyro uh who was really close to leaving me to the the zombies but i'm not sure about that uh yeah he never had to make that decision he never had to make that decision (laughs) pyro the 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 ice controller yes pyro the ice (laughs) controller because he's ironic like that. His his catchphrase was, I'm already in your mind. <laughs> so he's a hipster villain now? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and uh, because Blackout's powers uh, all revolve around controlling darkness, she can affect the light levels in a room. She can make the darkness do her bidding. Uh, she can manipulate it in various ways. The big one is. And she can teleport between, uh, she can travel between shadows. Uh, there are two shadows that she can see. She can zip between them. Uh, and, of course, that is dif- uh, a, a, a negative when you are trying to keep a person uh, captive. And uh, so Blackout spent most of the last two years in a featureless cell with the lights on 
24 hours a day, 365 days a year. The only time that she got to see daylight or evening was when she was sent out on these missions along with exclusive. And, uh, uh, being kept in a, basically a sensory deprivation chamber for that long, you don't always come out the other side with all your marbles. So, uh, blackout is, is adjusting. Uh, one amendment, to, not amendment, but one important little uh, footnote for our duo is that, uh, listen to the previous episode and you'll find out exactly how, uh, my character and Angela's character were almost one another's demise within the first, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gave so, him a chance to vote on who gets to die. Oh, and, and she voted. chose me. And I, as a pretty much a fuck you, like, because <laughs> uh, the right answer was anybody but exclusive. And then <laughs> Billy went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a plan. Oh, okay. No, it was, no, it was great. It was, is, uh, it's, it's awkward. It would make a great, it would make a great show that Angela would watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right Unless now. Unless it was like filmed like first person point of view and then it's yours. Yeah, it's true. Right, we have a third character joining us soon, but we'll get to them in about a minute. It starts out. Uh, you're our Kevin Smith. Okay. <laughs> I'm here, really. It's been two weeks since you guys escaped the bunker. Um, you you guys toyed with the idea of maybe getting rid of all of the zombies and living in the bunker, but then things started breaking. The more you just kind of sat in that mess hall, radiation was starting to leak. You don't know where, what radiation. You think it was actually natural gas. It was it was a, a blaring alarm, and you just the only time you've heard that exclusive is on Star Trek. <laughs> you said the the warp uh, field was was collapsing, and that was about it. Yeah, my character definitely mentions. <laughs> you said like we need to get we need to get supplies put into the into the truck, and I was like supplies. What about trilithium crystals? <laughs> and you're like he's gone insane. He's lost it. So the bunker was not an option. But what you guys did is you made to uh, sure to get supplies such as food. Uh, you brought as much food as you thought you, you needed, some canteens of water, some bullets as well. And you thought that, and the biggest thing you did was you were able to, using the, uh, a retina scan of, uh, with the help of the general, uh, <laughs> general. you downloaded every, the last two years of reports, uh, of the partition's, uh, flight patterns, which is huge. You have no idea what you, you can do with it, but it felt like it was important. Well, uh, Blackout has looked at it and she's like, all right, so we could either go to all the places he's already been, assume, figuring that, well, he's not going to go to places he's already been, but maybe there's like pockets of super Z's there. So maybe we shouldn't go there. So we should go to other places. But if he hasn't been there yet, that means that he's not going, that he, he's could end up there because he's never been there before. Well, first thing we need to find out is why did he go there? So we're going to have to go to one of these places and see what the effect is. Your maybe funeral. Thanks, Blackout. <laughs> Photo confidence. Great. So you're able to get basically this giant map of the area downloaded, and it's basically kind of like a bracer that if you tap, it was on, it was on, originally on Eagle One. You tap it, and it's a holographic readout. Sweet. So who wants that? When you say it's a bracer, you mean like a, like it goes on your arm? Yes, it's like a Pit Boy from Fallout. And then like a little holographic map pops up. Yep. I gave you cool stuff. I get this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Angela, you took it as a trophy. I get the armor. You get the plot device. That's a fair trade. <laughs> so, yes. you're, And you guys left uh, as soon as you could. I mean, you had to fight your way out uh, and then, of course, climb back where the elevator shaft was because there was no elevator. <laughs> Hopefully uh, by now we know where the elevator went. I it just, went. 
Insert story here. Yes. This, uh, the, the story of the elevator, uh, the waifu, uh, <laughs> and the patrician is probably epic. Uh, so you guys left in a truck. Here's the problem. You, you hated being stuck for two mo- years uh, underground. Yeah. It was awful. Understatement. Understatement. You, you just didn't assume it sounds awful. You kind of took it for advantage a little bit. I mean, you get, you brought so much food, so many, so many bullets, grenades, stuff like that. Two weeks later, you're kind of running out of equipment. Angela, you did go to the closest place where, uh, the Patrician was last, uh, last visited. Um, muttering and- the whole time that this is, I got a bad feeling about yeah. this. And it was basically zombie city. Zombies everywhere. About this. So you guys basically opt to go to a place he has not been. Told you. And of course, you've ran into some super Z's, had to waste a lot of bullets. By right now, what's happened is you're you just escaped a a a a, a bunch of uh, normal zombies that somebody had. You don't know why, but they attached the blades to the hands. And it completely tore up your tires as you drove over some. You still drove because, oh my god, they were fast (laughs) as fuck still. Um, You still drove, but it got to the point where you were driving on basically the... uh, The rims. The rims. Great. So so we're going slowly, making a hell of a lot of noise and shooting sparks in four directions. It's gotten to the point where you, you finally ought to stop because there's no zombies in the area. And, 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 uh, if the truck could say anything, it would just be one long scream. (laughs) And right now, you just have nothing but a smoking engine in front of you and a couple boxes of supplies left in the back and an open stretch of road that has not been tended for two years. There's branches and leaves thrown over it. It's how a road should look instead of how it looks in The Walking Dead. (laughs) Burn. Burn. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, Blackout is taking stock of the uh, the supplies. It's, it's in the afternoon, but it's about 7 o'clock in the evening, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, Blackout is taking a moment to go through the supplies, kind of weeding out, like, oh, this is an empty box of macaroni. Why are we still carrying around an empty box? Your your peanut granola bar that you've been saving is gone. Uh, so Blackout is doing a very, like, organized uh, uh Inventory, you know, everything was being lined up by by brand, by color, by size. And then she just starts, like, stares at it for a minute. And then she just starts, like, throwing shit like a cartoon character, like, trying to dig her way out of uh, stuff. Where is it? Where is it? I had it here. I had it here. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? What'd you do with it? I don't know what you're talking about. My peanut butter granola bar. It was my favorite brand. I haven't had it in two years, and I left it right in that box. Look. I'm sure it was right underneath the macaroni and cheese and right above the Campbell's soup tomato chunky style, not the the creamy tomato. Okay, I'm sure that it was there. Um, it's not there now. Did, did it might have been moved around? We 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 just we we've, we've been we've been rolling for a while. Bo. Uh, <laughs> Blackout t- just stares at you, and she takes a box and she dumps it upside down. The- the abbreviation of your name is a work in progress. I just blackouts a mouthful. And she just drops the box. It does. Does the peanut butter granola bar magically appear? I, I'm sadly, sadly, it does not. Much like the elevator, <laughs> you might not know where it is, though you suspect David might know. 
So any peanut allergies? No, I don't have any peanut. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Deathly allergic. <laughs> you guys are in the midst of a uh, <laughs> argument starting when you hear like oh the argument has been happening for 5 minutes he just doesn't know it yet <laughs> 2 days apparently yeah. <laughs> i can't tell when i'm getting the quiet treatment or what you hear the sound of a metallic growl moving towards you i'm guessing you both are in the back arguing yes we're sitting in the back of the pickup truck like yeah. just, just the more stuff she dumps out it, it, at first, it was like organized boxes and we had places to sit. Mm. And now it's like kind of Willy Wonka style, just candy <laughs> and food like up to our shins. Yeah. You have a lot I'm of I'm hoping this isn't – I don't want this to be where I die. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you guys are in a pickup truck. You're not in like a hum, like a, a, a canvas back um, truck. Yeah. Or... It would, it would, there would be like a canvas uh, canvas back like a – like a soldier transport you see in like, you know, yeah, okay, okay, or whatever. yeah, you guys are hearing, uh, something growling, uh, coming towards you from the, uh, in the front. Do you hear that? Yes. Okay. Um, why don't you go check it out? Why don't you go check it out? Because you are the knight. <laughs> I'll look for your weird super crunch banana Peanut bar. butter granola bar. It's very different from banana. Okay. I will keep that in mind. If we had bananas, that'd be great. But I haven't seen a banana in two years. We're not getting enough potassium. Cal is getting closer. <laughs> I, uh, I I stalk out of the uh, the the truck. I you know climb out the the back, and peek my head around the the corner. You see headlights approaching you, uh, and that growl is actually uh, looks like a semi truck, just driving forward. It has a uh, it has a snow plow uh, a plow. Uh, in the front of it, uh, caked with blood, chipped away. This thing has run its way through a baby, a building or two. And Nightmare truck like... coming. Nightmare truck. Okay. Uh, we should hide as much of the stuff as, how big is the nightmare truck? Big. A lot of people. I, I don't, I can't see any. Grab what you cannot survive without and then let's, uh, get underneath our truck and uh, hide. Yeah, so I, uh, one last look for my peanut butter granola bar, because I can't live without it. Make a perception roll. <laughs> Make a insight roll. Oh, goodness. So oh. just insight, not perception? Uh, it, well, perception. Okay. It's basically your, int- you would, you would add your perception. I'm going to give it a shot as yeah, well. Yeah, true. Uh, Difficulty 25. 627. 32. Never mind. <laughs> You find it. Are you sure it's not like next to the Chef BRD or is it? No, it's next to the clam chowder. It fell into one of the crevices you found. See, don't you feel bad about accusing me? No. That thing could kill me like a zombie. <laughs> uh, I grab so, yeah, a bunch I... of stuff. I grab a bunch of stuff and I'm not really like, I'm like a hamster. I just like <laughs> grab it all and then just kind of fall out the back and then like crawl, like belly crawl underneath the, uh, with my shotgun and my armor, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 we've got the, the ammo and the, the guns. Um, and then as soon as we're underneath the truck, because we're hiding under the truck, mm-hmm. uh, dim the lights. Cool. So that underneath the truck is... Oh, under the truck. Yeah. I mean, just the world around me. It's like, <laughs> is... well, that's going to be a lot of burnout. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, no, it's very dark. Uh, am I am I using burnout? Because I thought this is our cinematic no, scene. No, cinematic okay. scene. It's absolutely cinematic. So, just, yeah, so underneath the I truck... I would make you use burnout if you're making it... 
nighttime. Yeah, no, but underneath the yes. truck, it looks like it's just pitch, pitch black. black. Absolutely. If someone looked at it really closely, that's probably unnaturally dark for this time of day. They're but not, but most they're likely in a, they're, they're in a nightmare truck. Yeah. So <laughs> you hear the sound of the of the truck pulls up right in front of you. And you could see it, and you suddenly see the door open, and uh, you see uh, first uh, one like from the driver's side, uh, a pair of legs, thick combat boots step onto the ground, and from the uh, other side, an- another person with thick well combat. You also thick on boots and what looks like blue jeans, and uh, then you start seeing a couple more like uh, like you hear the back of a truck opening, and people are kind of like filing out about four or five people, you would guess. And this is what you hear, you know, uh, on top of it. Um, uh, and, uh, it, are you it, sure? I mean, it, it could work. It's, I think military, military might work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can, I, I can fix it. I think maybe, maybe. Uh, and, walking and you, forward now. Walking and you forward. said the signal was coming from here. Yeah. Yeah. There was a signal in the area. Yes. And it was moving just a little yes, while ago. Yes. Just a little bit. Yes. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Everybody look around, uh, salvage anything you can, see yep. if you've got any, um, and pinpoint that signal. Under, understood. It's the signal coming from the car. Uh, Angela, I'll look for the signal. Uh, Jesus, um, Angela, you see a pair of boots moving towards you. And uh, then you hear a person uh, say that – Jesus, I'm going to take over for a second. Yes, fine. Uh, the signal is uh, – it should be right here. It's like it's right in the middle of the truck, but there's nothing but – ooh, creamy tomato. <laughs> Sweet. I haven't had this in years. Um, maybe it's under the truck. Okay, you uh, you uh, the, you feel like the, uh, someone jumps off the uh, the back of the truck, and Jesus. Yeah, and you immediately see the car start move rising up. Can into you the lift a, a car? I can lift up to seven hundred pounds. I'm not sure if that's this heavy. is a little too heavy. Okay, you All could right. start. You could I can kind of you could swerve I, it. I can like. start. You can see it start swerving in a direction that might hit you eventually if you don't move out of the way. What, what are you swerving? The He's car. basically grabbing the back of the truck and moving it to the side. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like peeling on its side. Okay. So you guys are going to be exposed that, fairly yes. soon. Yeah, I'd grab onto the top of the, <laughs> okay. the yeah. carriage. All right. We're going to sloth this. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, All right. Nope. Uh, no, it might be inside the car. We're going to have to search it, maybe. Oh, hold on. And suddenly a guy, uh, Angela, you see someone reach down, like kneel down, and they flick on a flashlight, and there's nothing but pure darkness as he's like peering Yeah, the light the doesn't penetrate it. That is a very weak light. You okay, everybody back light. up. Everybody back up right now. Okay. Get a grenade launcher. <laughs> and then suddenly you hear... Did you say grenade launcher? Or did he say... You got five seconds to reveal if you're a Super Z... Or if you're a uh, human. Get us out of here. Five. Can you get us out of here? Four. Out you did here. it before. Three. With the door. Uh, Two. Uh, I, I, yes. There's, are we on like a wooded road? Uh-huh. Uh, I grab him and, you, oh, no, I, normally I can't. You normally, exactly. normally yeah. I can't. But I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can do it, but. It's like, I can only go by myself. There's like 17 of us under here. <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> There's a lazy <laughs> chuckle after a second. Like, some of us are very small, but wiry. <laughs> Another laugh. <laughs> Fucking, I look over at Black and she actually covers like, I think that might be a lie. Okay, climb out of there, guys. You don't know us. <laughs> climb out of there. You're not, we're not Super Z's. We're, we followed your distress signal. Did you, did you do a distress, distress signal? Not unless they heard my screams last time we ran into those things. Hey, uh, Jesus says you kneel down, uh, yeah. and you don't see in the dark through the darkness. The distress signal is absolutely coming from under 
under this thing. Okay. It is definitely coming from underneath the vehicle. Which one of you is in distress? We can <laughs> give you medical attention. <laughs> hey, we're one here. of us is a certified medical person. Okay, that's enough, Bite. Come on. That's fine. Okay. Bite? We have dogs. Your friend's name is Bite? <laughs> you couldn't have rebranded? <laughs> okay. Jesus, introduce your character now. Okay. Well, not like a character. Tell us what. Because okay. this is what, Angela, you might have heard of Bite. Sure. Okay. So, okay. So, Bite originally, oh. by the way, he, he no longer remembers his original. Ah, oh, Trey. Stupid Trey. Stupid Trey. That's actually a super C. Stupid Trey. Stupid Trey. Sorry, I was, was going to make a joke about Glory Hog, but nope. I won't because of David. That's Glory Hog's brother. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> Crazy Trey. Bite, who, by the way, no longer remembers his original name, was one of the sidekicks for one of the premier tech heroes of the Guardian League, Giga. Uh, the thing is, Bite has always wanted to get in on these, the Guardian League, uh, meetings with Giga. Like, she's like, actually, he really wants to, like, learn from the best of the best, but Giga would always say no. And so, but this one particular time, during the time of the Super Z apocalypse. The very to, start, the, the very start. Yeah. biting. Yes. When he summoned everybody forward, uh, to meet in secret, Giga unexpectedly yes. suggested that she, uh, that Bite listen in. He doesn't know why this was completely out of the out of character for Giga. Yes, and it was honestly super exciting. We're super psyched to learn about the secret meeting. Maybe we're going to fight an alien invasion. Maybe we're going to fight Molman again. Who knows? The Hyperman? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but it was also during that time when Patrician showed himself, his full zombie form, and started attacking all the Guardian leaguers. And he killed Giga in an instant, ripping out her throat. And because it was the patrician, the zombie effect took hold immediately. Well, so she was dead. So, you know. So there was the trouble of seeing your mentor die, seeing her basically having her die, being inside her mind, because it was like a mental connection with her inside her mind as she died, but also seeing something else, which he can no longer describe because after that instance, whatever those, all those Traumatic images like blasted his hand, his head at the same exact moment. And it turned him a little mad, honestly. And as soon as it happened, he immediately disconnected and he needed to get that image out as quickly as possible. So he took some tools that were around and started digging into his head through his skull without anesthetic, without anything, just trying to stab it out. Luckily, the tech cave, yes, it's called the tech cave. Giga wasn't very original. She originally called it the toolbox, <laughs> but people got connected with the local gay bar. <laughs> The Take K have a has an automatic repair f- uh, function just in case Giga comes in with some needing some repair for some of her cybernetic parts. Saw this situation with uh, Bite and started trying to fix him. The problem is he was doing a lot of flailing at the time, so it was hard to get a good read. So basically, what happened is half his skull and a good part of his right side of his face has been replaced by like a metal dome and a horrifying, badly put together eye, which is still functional, it just doesn't look very good. And after that, he. Well, when you start stabbing up parts of your brain, you're not really there most of the time. <laughs> and basically, he spent the last first year or two in year. the uh, first year in the tech cave, uh, making friends with his new friend Roger the mouse before eating him, and then finding a new friend named Roger. And Roger going was on, a, a recurring character. Yeah, he was a recurring character in my story, and I was just constantly recast. <laughs> yeah, he he would do something bad, like oh, you pooped. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> the real Roger wouldn't do that. <laughs> Eventually, though, I was found by a guy named... Oh, sorry. You were found. I and, was found, sorry. And you were healed. And I was... Well... He, quotation marks healed. I'm no longer... 
I don't want to make friends with mice that I'm going to eat. It, that's just rude. You you were, you were given. <laughs> you still make a friends purpose. with mice. Yes. You don't yeah. eat them. Yes. Yeah. yes. You were given a purpose. I was like a gangster purpose. Cinderella. Yes. Angela. I mean? Angela, you know of. You've heard of. Well, you've heard of someone called Bite. Uh, as I mean, hero, cybernetic, and the guy is talking kind of like a robot. Um, so there's that. But yeah, uh, some of the voices like, come on out. We're fine. Uh, we, we are just answering your distress beacon. Uh, we, we've been following it since yesterday. Uh, usually we just ignore these type of things, but, uh, seeing that you were actually moving, uh, we figured we'd, uh, see what was so, what you needed. Hi. Uh, my name is, uh, uh, uh Carl, uh, Carl Hanks. Uh, uh, Blackout looks at, uh, at exclusive for a moment, realizes that he can't actually see her looking at him because nope. of how dark it is. Panicked, terrified look. Clutching, <laughs> clutching his cans of food. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. They'll never have it. And, uh, uh, Blackout, um, she drops to the ground and, uh, rolls out from under the, uh, the truck. Like, the first thing you see is first, if you, uh, you see a very nondescript man. He's wearing flannel, flannel shirt, uh, blue jeans, combat boots. He, he does have a pistol, but it's, right now it's in his holster, but he has his hand on top of it. Um, sandy blonde hair, but very just kind of like plain, like average. Like he looks, he's, he's a solid five in a, a one through ten. Will never be above a ten, uh, a five, but no, will never drop lower than the five. He is so nondescript. It's, it's actually quite startling to the point where it's like, you're so pretty because you're known. Not but not so startling that I would remember this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. To standing right next to him is. Is Bite. Bite himself is standing with common boots, jeans, uh, just a t-shirt. He's also holding a sidearm to the side. He's a, a dark skinned gentleman with, as I mentioned before, the skull cap, bald, but the skull cap and the horrifying eye. And he's just staring at you like a. He has to look uh, not like a child, but like he's just looking at everything at the same exact time. And not only that, but there's about four other uh, people with one actually has a grenade launcher in their hands, yeah, lowered goes, down, yeah. lowered down, and two, uh, and then the three others have AK-47s, look military class, and just they're just aimed at you. Again, these people are in flannel, some are in like leather jackets. Nothing screams to you organized maybe organized militia but nothing like you know they're not wearing soldier guards sure. or anything like that sure they do have weapons that only a soldier would have though sure uh and when blackout seems to be like spat out from the darkness uh because it's just like there is darkness and then there is a person uh and blackout is about 20 years old a young woman uh extremely extremely pale like she was always a pale person and then she was kept underground uh, for two years, as we've established, so just as as white gothy skin as you can can get, uh, and then she has uh, black long black hair. It's kind of uh, straggly and stringy at this point because uh, 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 styling it has not been her highest priority. And she's in a uh, a black uh, jumpsuit, uh, and she like kind of jumps. Is this the blackout outfit? Uh, just curious. I'm trying to think exactly what her outfit is. It's Basically, her outfit. Um, when but reinforced. She, yeah, like when she was blackout, like there was a cape and everything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really do the cape now because it's not. Probably not a mask either. No, okay. no, because normally you can't even see her. Right. Uh, so no, no mask, but uh, so it's it's rather nondescript black jumpsuit. Okay. 
Does the when she leaves the darkness, does the darkness go with her, or does it remain <laughs> super dark in a good place to hide? It remains super dark in a good place to hide. Unless yeah, she dismisses until it. yeah, until I until I make it go away, it, it okay. stays there. So it's I, you spoke, so they know someone else yeah. is under there, and you know, sixteen other people. Yeah. Carl. <laughs> Carl gives a slight smile, nods his head, and then he's like, okay, everybody, keep an eye out towards the, uh, the woods. We, uh, hi, I'm Carl. Uh, what's your name? Blackout. Slowly and surreptitiously, a cell phone camera peeks out from the darkness <laughs> and then takes a photo and then goes back into the darkness. <laughs> but then I realize I can't see the photo I so cleverly took to be able to gauge whether or not I'm in danger. And you just hear, your head slowly pops out just to look at the camera and other people, and it just go. <laughs> Angela, he kind of gives you a, a cant of the head, squints at you, and then shakes his head. You're not blackout. Yes, I am. He pauses for a second, leans back on his heels, looks you over once more time. How long have you been blackout? Long enough. Two years. More than that. Two and a half. Maybe three? That's for me to know. I knew Blackout. She was, uh... She was very... She was, uh, very independent. Was she, uh, your mentor? I'm sorry, I understand. I'm Carl, and if you and your friend, um... Friends. Friends, all 16 of them, uh... (laughs) Guys, get ready to fire. (laughs) He smiles again. A couple of the bystanders, they lift their guns and he holds up a hand. This guy clearly knows how to read voices. <laughs> he holds up a hand smiling. We can help you with your vehicle. It looks like you completely... Rubia? And Rubia comes forward. She's like, oh yeah, those those Hummer, th- those rims are completely broken. There's no way we can replace it. That wasn't our fault. It's okay. Um, we have a vehicle. I mean, how long have you been traveling on your own? Two weeks. Two weeks? I'm sorry, of course. Um, did you come from an enclave? No. Okay, you've been on on your own for a while with you and your 16 very small people. They're wiry. They're very wiry. <laughs> Would you like to come with us? Um, how about this? We were all about to sit down for dinner. Um, we have a semi. It's, it's safe. It's reinforced. Um you can keep your supplies here uh, for now. Um, we usually have uh, somebody on watch. We're just here to help. I, uh, I I bang on the side of the the truck and I lower the uh, I get rid of the the darkness under the truck. I'm still looking at my <laughs> cell phone. And you just see an glow. eye, like a glow, like a, an <laughs> eye of like metal. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Definitely is not. Dinner like sounds a... good. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> and I'm going to kind of like slowly pull myself out from underneath the uh, from underneath the truck, but with my shotgun barrel out. It's cumbersome yeah. and clunky, it's but probably not idea to shoot a shotgun at us. It's fine. I uh, know. I absolutely understand. Uh, we'll be keeping our guns on you until you lower your guns. <laughs> but I understand this is a crazy situation, crazy world. So let's everybody calm down. We're not going to fire unless you fire. But the per- it bears mentioning. I, I'm Carl, by the way. Hey, what's going on? I'm ex- I'm exclusive. I'm bite. Oh, exclusive. Were you a, a hero? Jesus would know. 
maybe though, right? Uh, Jesus was because guardian. The, the entire I mean, thing is like the background is people recognize you as a bad guy. Like you don't get to you don't get to punt. Well, you can. I mean, okay, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I mean, Jesus. Take his background as your personality flaw. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's the wrong character yeah. sheet. The right. problem is my personally personality, personality flaw like is oblivious. Zealous? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I would not necessarily know who you are. That I makes mean, more sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So okay. he, he, for him, it's just like, uh, uh, were you a hero? I mean, exclusive black. I mean, I know black guy. I mean, it's, it's kind of rare to find two heroes working together. So this is exciting. Pretty rare. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we just uh, we actually uh, shot a deer about uh, two days ago. We preserved them in the meat. You guys hun- uh, interested in some deer? Sure, that was probably the last one, but let's do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all we ask is, I see creamy tomato in there. Um, I haven't had that in years, so you guys make a side dish. Okay. Okay. Good. Come on in. So we you don't get like the creamy tomato anyway. Chunky's where it's at. But it's ours. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. And it's their deer. <laughs> He goes to the side and basically um, he swings open the back of the truck. And you actually see they've actually installed like reinforced doors along the side and stuff like that. He opens it up and it's kind of like a, a bunk beds back there, uh, several bunk beds, an eating area, like a stove. They actually have a chimney built into it. And they all sit down and they uh, start making dinner. And they basically are asking you questions. Right. I should probably explain to you what I look like, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I look like a bootleg Mega Man cosplayer. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a jumpsuit of, like, blue and silver uh, that looks kind of... It's got, like, geometric uh, shapes kind of space-agey. And a, uh, like, a, a bit of a helmet with a, with a yellow uh, visor on it. As you guys are sitting around, um, do you you eat? Yes, I do eat. Bite, uh, definitely eat. Yeah, the only part that's really cybernetic is the head and probably some internal systems. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, I still need food. Yeah, uh, Carl. Uh, after uh, uh, you guys settle down, he looks over. Uh, Carl looks over towards Bite and says, "Hey, hey, yes, uh, yes, yes. It's a uh, food time. Food time. Good, great. Yes. So take a yeah, seat. I, Come on. I'm sitting down now. Excellent. Currently, uh, blackout Maybe. stays near the door. This is an enclosed space, and she does not do well with those these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. They are closing the door, though. Mm-hmm. It's safer that way. I'm going to join the lookouts. We need to talk. It's It'll not advised. You're new to the game. To the game. To the company. Is that a company? Game. Group. Welcome. Let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Carl Hanks. Um, you you probably will not know what that name is, um, but I'm from the Guardian League. I'm. Uh, Your name is not among the Guardian League. How about Symbios? Let me explain what Symbios was. Symbios, uh, from what you guys can gather, I mean, this is every uh, hero in the Guardian Leagues has an epic tale of how they were formed. Some of it is bullshit. Some of it is marketing. Some of it is ambiguous uh what you get from symbios is this he was created underwater he was a man some say he was part of a submarine that sank some people say he was a deep sea diver but at some point he came in contact with radioactive slugs or whatever some sort of thing in the abyss that kind of absorbed in him kind of like uh kind of like carnage or a uh, venom mm-hmm. uh he was completely covered from head to toe nine feet tall thick muscles and everything like that um but what some of you might know well not you david you would not know nope. this angela what you know is he was reported turned 
by Super Z, like during Z Day, when they were still reporting Guardian people not to trust. Symbios was one of them. Symbios was 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 turned on uh, the uh, the day that the patrician was around. Yes, yes, he was. And so, if you claim to be Symbios, somebody was lying. When the patrician attacked, um, he bit me several times, took out several parts of Symbios and threw me out the window. But as you can tell, when I landed, um, Symbios was nine feet tall and about four hundred pounds. Uh, I'm 160 right now. When I was 165 on a, on a, when I'm wet, I'm thinner. It bit into Symbios, and when I hit the ground, Symbios was the one that turned. So it was only a massive alien organism that was turned into a monster. It spat me out, and it gave me time to run. I, I don't have any of the powers of the Symbios anymore, but I do have some of the knowledge, and let me just tell you what we're doing, and maybe you guys would like to help. Uh, right now, uh, Oregon, Washington, California, there are there are enclaves of people, innocent people. Some of them have soldiers protecting them. Some of them have uh, former heroes. Some of them are just protecting themselves. We kind of run supplies between them all. We, as a member of the Guardian League, I know of a couple of hideouts, legends, some rumors. We go to old hideouts and we ransack them for last week we found a, a, a the moth's hideout and we got a couple of his gliders and we gave them to a, a local uh, high school that uh, had become an enclave we do some real good here um, we are actually heading towards an enclave right now but if you want us to drop you off there we can but we're always looking for people, more people to help us out and if you guys have been on the road for a while maybe you're looking to do some good as well uh, Blackout just looks at exclusive. At least we can do is at least drop you off at the Enclave. It's about a two days journey, not too far. And, oh, uh, where's that distress beacon coming towards from? Uh, <laughs> the one that we picked up. Angela, uh, it's in from Angela, it's in Angela's, uh, backpack. Okay. Oh, from, uh, your backpack. Seemed rude to open it. I'm not in to distress. Hmm? I'm not in distress. But the signal is a distress signal. We should open it and get the distressed it is- signal. Live going out. It's so anybody could pick it up. Anybody, Bo, could you pass me? Can your... we not pass me? Fine, your fine. <laughs> My bag. Like, I, like I, I imagine, like you're kind of like reaching, uh-huh. like to uh, and black. I was just like, I just, I just My need stuff. to get the distress signal because personal I, space bite. Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. May Blackout. I? May I take your bag from? No. Me? Oh. Blackout opens her her bag and she, she... knows her rights. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being detained? <laughs> I, I, take, I, still, I take the camera phone out again <laughs> and start filming. All and you see me like as soon as she opens it, just looking at it, looking, trying to look into her bag from where I am. Yeah. It, does anything scream out like like is there a, a flashing There's beacon like, or anything? What you have there? There's a small muppet. Help me! You don't have anything that has a flashing beacon, but you do see that you have those parts from that uh, cybernetic hero mm-hmm. that you raided. Hannon. Hannon. Two uh, two weeks ago. There's a couple of the parts that you kept. I, uh, I I start taking uh, the bits and pieces of of tech. Uh, we found a, a tech here, and I just kind of like ransacked what I could pull off Let's of them. See, parts of a laser system, eyewear system, signal system, armor system. Uh, deactivate the. Oh, signal okay, system. not a problem. Not a problem. Just... Was this yours, or was this somebody else's? It was recovered. Okay. 
normally we get a lot of distress signals out there, but when they're not moving, we can usually assume that's because the person's not moving. Uh, when we see one that's moving around, uh, we assume that's either a super Z, um, which we feel that we need to try to see if we can take them out, or it's actually a tech hero in need, or it, sometimes we're lucky enough it's actually a, uh, a tech hero zombified, so we can actually salvage uh, the equipment and give it to the Enclave. How about we enjoy our dinner and... Uh, and disable. Fantastic. Do you have any questions? I mean, like I said, we can drop you off at the nearest. It's two days journey. It's a... It's an old YMCA that they converted. It's in a, uh, uh, it's a Oregon, uh, settlers, uh, settlers land. Yep. Why don't we just hitch a ride? Your, your vehicle's not going to work. I mean, it's broken. I know that. We don't have the parts repaired. Everybody knows that. If, with your permission, we'd like to actually take the parts. It's always good for us to, I mean, that, that could be payment for our passage. Yeah, you... but, uh, I want a gallon of gas you... so we can barter when we get to wherever oh, you're going to okay. take us. So can I go rip apart the car now? Yes. Okay. Deal. Oh, uh, great. Can I have those parts? Please? You're not going to... Do you have techno? Do you have cybernetics? I get closer. (laughs) Personal space. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go to the car now. Actually, a, um, uh, from the, the, you know, we're, it's kind of shadowy inside and a wall of shadows starts building up between us. Personal space. Go rip apart the car. Make sure that, uh, Rubio and Stevens are watching and helping. Okay, not a problem. All right. Any questions from me? And you? as he leaves, <laughs> the shadow wall okay. disassembles. Once she warms up to you, it's cool, but okay. it takes a while. Well, still waiting on that. Uh, well, <laughs> once we get everything done, um, we'll drop you off. Okay, great. Uh, I, uh, me and Blackout, I guess, do you want to do watch on top of the truck for a little while? Yes. We have a watch, but if you... Yeah. Blackout's like already following uh, <laughs> Bite out the door. <laughs> okay. She's a very interesting person. She's been through a lot. Haven't we all? Yeah. Some of us adapt to it really well. Yeah, I can tell you're one of them. Um, nice to meet you, Exclusive. I Sorry, I, I'm like, I, there's a lot of heroes out there that I don't know. Um, Guardian League kind of gives you tunnel vision. Yeah, no. I absolutely understand what it's like to be totally blindsided by new information. Oh, uh, what can you do? I know what Blackout can... Well, what the previous Blackout could do. What could you do? Um... I know when you're talking to the real blackout. Let's start there. And I go up to the roof. All right. Okay. I don't like that guy. I do not <laughs> like that. He's nice. Sure. Two weeks. He's a five. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking out for you. I don't know what your deal is, but. I'm going to help you guys out. Not help you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to do a time jump. And now this is us going to be actually doing rolls and stuff. Cool. I'm hoping that you guys accept the fact that you guys get dropped off at Settler's Land. It's a small enclave of 25, and you drop off uh, some rations that he uh, uh, took out from Taskmaster's uh, hideout, which was like a uh, kind of a low-key Punisher-type hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he drops off those. Some military-grade firearms, stuff like that. No, uh, more, more rations. More like, rations? Okay. They kept the bullets. They, they have plenty of bullets, and there's a little bit of trading. They, they exchange a lot of gas. Uh, since they, uh, the YMCA, they built, uh, solar power and stuff like that. Um, you guys, of course, uh, are allowed to go, but he does ask if you guys want to come with them because they are doing good and they can always use some help. They lost some people recently. 
and they can take you to the next uh, place. Maybe that would be more your liking. And if it's okay with you guys, unless you really want to fight it, um, two months has gone by of you working together. Yeah. And I think that there's a good way that we can explain narratively why we said yes. Uh, how dull was or were the previous enclaves? Because I think the one thing that would unite us in risking our lives again is being offered complete mundane living. Well, uh, the YMCA, they would, they were willing to have you. Um, they needed two farmers. <laughs> yeah, um, this ain't Carcassonne, son. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the high school, uh, they actually, it was kind of luxurious because they had a working shower. Well, it was a hose, uh, that they were able to fit. So, but, and every couple of weeks you got to, you got to take a, a, tw- a 30 second shower. <laughs> and, uh, they needed people to, uh, fix the sewage. Uh, and it just kept on going after that. It Absolutely. ain't a me, Mario. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, stuff yeah. I keep saying as I get back on the show. <laughs> so two months have passed, and so you guys have gotten used to each other. Carl clearly is the leader. He is as idealistic as anybody can be in this world. He is all about he he. You've seen him gun down some marauders, but he is all about finding stuff, bringing stuff to Enclave. That is all he wants to do. Uh, you know, Angela, uh, that exclusive is at first thrilled to be amongst a bunch of people who have no idea he's a career criminal. <laughs> There's a real Ocean's Eleven kind of vibe to it. He's like really built it up in his mind. He's like, day 23, they still have no idea. <laughs> but then he starts to realize that they may, they might never get it. And so, he is showing his humane side, but he, he usually kind of stands up for blackout when uh, when people don't seem to get her damage, <laughs> um, which is actually kind of sweet. But at the same time, he starts arguing that you're the real deal more often. And you realize at one point that's because as soon as they realize you're the superhero, then they'll realize that he's your captive because he's a supervillain. He's <laughs> he's trying to build your brand so he can branch <laughs> off from yours. That's amazing. It's not working. It's driving him crazy. <laughs> hey, you know, it's great. It's great to see that the uh, superpower, superhero and uh, mentor and sidekick thing is happening. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, that's actually, the rumor. Instead Blackout guys, gets yeah. the same look, like mm. yeah, instead of like you like, oh, they're sleeping together. It's like mm, she's his mentor and he's a sidekick. Mm. That's the rumor that you you are you, the new generation of sidekick, which makes sense because all your stuff is super flashy. <laughs> My stuff is like really subtle. So like I'm just some dude. I could have just been a cosplayer. Which makes it better because every time he wants you to do something, he always has Blackout first for mm-hmm. his for permission in order to get you to do anything. <laughs> Yep. Can can he can he help if the digging up some garbage? Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I realized my mistake all too late. <laughs> so basically, you've met the a couple of bystanders. There's like you know William and Dave, whatever. <laughs> they're they're just people. Like there's a couple people who are just there for guns. And you you pick up a crew every uh, enclave and drop off a crew every enclave. But the two people that stay with you is Rubio and Stevens. Of course they stay Rubio with Rubio is kind of the uh, tech person. Stevens is definitely a person that, you know, radio communications, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they're, they're, they're kind of a Fitz and Simmons thing. Carl, absolute leader. And, of course, you have Byte, who is kind of the 
heavy, I guess you would say. He he's the superhero. Yeah. You do you have seen me using my powers to like lift heavy objects and stuff like that. With right. your mind? With my mind. Okay. Technically force field and actually if you ask, he tells you for like twenty minutes it's force field and how it explains how exactly it works. I see someone make that mistake and I do not repeat it. <laughs> uh for the so we're all traveling in one semi, right? Yes, it is a one semi well, you actually have a semi and then there yeah, it is mostly one semi. There is uh, uh, some bikes that they store in the back and a small car that you can pull out. Uh, Blackout does everything within her power to not be in that semi-trailer mm-hmm. as much as possible. You can sit on the roof. Roof is excellent. Yeah, cool. She Because yeah. all, she goes in there and just sees like, oh, hey, it's a blank box. No, the roof as in you're sitting on top of the car. I know. Box. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm, yeah. You I like 100% what? believe that you would have the ingenuity to construct a uh, – you know how when you're a little kid, you can buy those tents that go on your bed? Yes. I think that you've kind of designed <laughs> a makeshift version that allows the wind not to – like to go through it, mm-hmm. but also allows you some protection from, from the elements. It's and actually that's they, like you're basically a no boys allowed clubhouse. <laughs> it's basically they kind of put a flatbed in it uh, on top of the roof. It's kind of it looks like an old jacuzzi that they like kind of put on the roof mm. and nice. sunk in. Uh, Party like, truck, yeah, for like to patch it up. So and it's usually meant for a person to sit like sit in and kind of look around as you wait, and then you can duck behind it. Uh, but you just yeah, you just kind of sit there. And they can call through basically what the, it is so fucking low tech. They can, they basically t- wrapped a funnel around a hose and then there's a funnel that goes through one of the old jets of the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the hot tub and has a funnel around it and you can guys kind of communicate that way. It's actually kind of awesome. Yeah. They, it, this whole thing is made of just kind of like ingenuity, like genius, low tech and high tech like mixed together. Exclusive. How many times have you gone into just like a dark corner of the semi and tried speaking to me in the shadows again? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the funnel is right there and you know it works. No, because this way it'll be a secret. <laughs> oh, so like one out of every two times. Okay. So two months have gone by. I'm sorry. We've been playing for an hour and it's just, just having fun. Two months have gone by. Yeah. How dare we have fun? Yeah. No. How dare Lock it we? down, Vandable. Lock it down. <laughs> Let's get serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as you guys are driving, uh, well, Carl is driving, um, you guys are in back when suddenly the uh, vehicle stops. And uh, there's a delay for a second. There's no call of Super Z or zombies or things in the way. It's just a stop, which means uh, he, Carl is dealing with some, some news over, like, uh, the radio. And about a minute later, he comes back. Um, and the crew's there. You know, just Rubio and Stevens are doing their thing. Um, and uh, he steps back and uh, nods towards the three of you and kind of nods you towards, like, a curtain area. The secret dome, he calls yes. it, but it's just a curtain. I keep arguing that they can still listen, but he keeps insisting on that curtain. Secret dome. Yeah. <laughs> if we get rid of all our hero tropes, then we are nothing but, well. It's the cone of silence. Yeah, it is the cone of silence. Thank you. Um, we're dealing with a situation. Uh, we were, uh, it's a little bit far away, about two days out. Um, we were, uh, of course, going to the old factory, uh, the old car factory, uh, Newson's uh, car factory, uh, but we just got word – well, we just got kind of a last-minute uh, call for help from another group. Uh, they're about 15 strong. Um, they they just reported in uh, that they're being attacked by zombies, which is not Just regular, regular zombies? Regular zombies? No, no that's, that's all we got. Okay. We're being attacked by zombies and then silence. We're going to want to check it out. Um, it's a group of 15. They're inside an old diner. Um, 
So I need you guys to send a, a go that way. The thing that you need to be worried about is uh, the reason why we don't usually drop by these people. Um, they are kind of isolationists. They do not like trade. We've done a bite. You know about these yeah. people a little bit. You've traded, but it's been very much like they show up with guns pointed at you guys. You guys have guns pointing at them. You drop off the box. They drop off a box and you slowly back up. A person who helps lead this is somebody, uh, called Banshee, who is a, who is a, uh, superhero. Well, former superhero. He's a little bit of a, a, le- a marauder right now. Tyrant, you would say. Well, good business for tyrants in these days and ages. But they don't call out. So normally we leave them alone unless they want to make a trade. Now that they're calling out, that means there's trouble. So if they have been breached, that means you're dealing with possibly a Super Z Banshee. He has sonic powers not to be messed with. Are we sure that he isn't already a Super Z and this is a trap? It could very well be that case, but... Okay, so long as we're all aware of the possibilities as we're going in. Welcome okay. to being a hero. We are still heroes, and these people are calling to help. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hold on. One. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sidekick. Sidekick. I'm sorry. You get the feeling that Carl gets the idea that this is not what you want, and he kind of chuckles. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you have? Does he have your permission to go? Gopher, stop! And summon your gopher cat to aid you. Who's my sidekick? Okay. Who's the real sidekick? Vomit boy. <laughs> We need you guys to investigate. That's that's how it goes. Um, we know how it goes. It'd be a good a way to open up trade. Um, these people always seem to have a lot of weapons, so we can open up a trade reasons. and uh, possibly get some more ammunition for us. It's always good to open up another venue. Where are you going? I am going to drive the truck. I am going to get you guys there. And if, I'm, of course, I'm going to uh, I'm going to follow you. But you know. If there's a Super Z... Uh, you guys are the best yeah. bet. If we go down, he needs to run. Which is fair. Don't get bit. Great. Well, boss, what do you say? That's a better nickname. Don't get used to it. We're in. Blackout boss. Okay, great. First, so the mission. B-O, yeah. The first <laughs> thing, of course, find survivors. We bring them out. We're going to drop them off at the old uh, cannon, uh, the old car factory. If we can, if we can carry enough of them. I think we what should. What is this, Brooklyn? <laughs> the second thing that we our, our goal is, if there's no survivors, they have a lot of ammunition there, so take whatever you can. Third thing, and this is kind of something you always have to keep an eye out for, either kill the Super Z, confirm it's dead, or just get the hell out. I don't need it following us. We'll be watching from here. All right. Okay? Okay. Let's drive. So he sends you out. About a day and a half out, uh, they stopped the truck at a old, it looks like an old, basically, uh, uh, when you're going down mountains, it's where, uh, there's an emergency stop a lane mm-hmm. for trucks and this, that's where they pull off. Cool. And it's kind of a good place. It's kind of high up looking down into the valley where this place is, uh, located, this diner. The place you're, uh, place you're going in is called Fremont. Uh, it used to be called Free Mountain, but now it's Fremont. Now, the di- it's a small town of a thousand people at most. Uh, and the diner you're going to is the Fremont Diner and Gin. Don't know the name. Why the name is that? But Fremont Diner and Gin, that's basically where they've made an encampment, uh, gates surrounding the parking lot, and yeah. So you're supposed to go there. 
approach cautiously. And good luck. Take the ATVs and whatever supplies you need. All right. Right. So basically, Rubio and Stevens and the rest of the like the crew, they start uh, taking things out. And I, you know what? To help out, why he's not going? Uh, he also has a leg injury. Like Carl has like metal brace on his knee. He can't really move quickly. Have we uh, in the the two months? I know that there's been a lot of like checking in on enclaves. Have we done a rescue mission like this together yet, or is this kind of our first time working as a, a unit like this? You've gone, you've gone raiding. You've not done rescue missions, okay. but you've worked together, the sure. three of you. That's you guys mostly go in. Uh, to check out old hideouts because so it's not unusual for us to go in without Carl. It's Absolutely. not suspicious. It's not suspicious cool. at all. The reason he doesn't go in is he does have. Uh, I should have probably brought it up. A knee brace yep. where it keeps him from running quickly. Plus, you don't send your captain on the away mission. He he mm. he's the type that would go if he could, but he would slow you down. Fine, yeah. Captain Kirk. Whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the crew gets out. They start setting their patrols and everything like that. You guys, they help you with the ATVs. If you want to take a motorcycle, you can. Um, ATVs are a little bit more quiet, maybe. And uh, you could probably put more stuff in them if yeah, we're recovering. And whatever you guys want. Uh, not Hopefully not too much, but like what? Is two clips good enough for you yeah. guys? Mm-hmm. Yep, two clips of uh, bullets and you guys can go. Any machetes, whatever. Well, I'll just assume you have what you need. How yes. about that? Except for bullets, count the bullets. Uh, and you guys, uh, hop on, uh, two H, uh, two ATVs. Okay, who's driving with who? Uh, I'm gonna take, uh, exclusive. Then I'll take the other ATV. Okay, and you guys are heading down towards Fremont, uh. Diner and gin. Diner and gin. Unsurprisingly, they don't have gin. God damn it, this gets worse. <laughs> You guys continue to drive for a couple more, like an an hour or two tops, nothing more. Like I said, they parked pretty up high up in the mountain. But sooner or later, you start reaching, uh, you start passing like the occasional cabin to you start going into neighborhoods. You're starting to hit uh, a neighborhoods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. At this point, it's usually best where you ditch your vehicles so and, and hoof it on the rest. But you can drive straight there if you'd like. But there are zombies definitely in the streets. Um, should we go? Should we stay or should we go now? Right. At this point, uh, it's about uh, 3 p.m. Let's walk. Okay. How, how many hours would it take to walk there? For the oh, no. Time? You're in the town. So okay. it takes about 30 minutes to okay. get there. Best to walk. Yes. All right. All right. You guys hop out. And uh, how are you, are you just running for the, through the streets? You're going through the backyards, alleyways. How, how are you trying to get there? Basically, are you are you making? Um, are you rolling a athletics check to get there, or are you doing a stealth check? And you guys have to decide together, pretty much, unless you're splitting apart. Uh, I'm fine with. Uh, I excel most at at the athletics part of this. Mm-hmm. Let's just uh, go straight in. Okay then. All right, so you guys are booking. If they're it. just zombies, tactics don't really matter that much. Okay, so the passive modifier for zombies is 18. So everybody, uh, since there's a lot of them, I'm just going to say you're just going to be dodging through. Uh, 20. So ro- roll over 20, 20 and above, will get you uh, – you successfully dodge through some zombies. Uh, what's the attribute associated Athletics. with? Athletics. Uh, and a quickness. Oh, that exploded. So 8 plus 4, so it's 12, 22, 27, 29. Okay, one oh, second. Oh, 11. Ba, ba, ba. 
Okay, and so we're just juking around zombies? Yep, Sorry. just juking through. Okay, cool. Uh, could I roll my acrobatics for this instead of athletics? Uh, if you want, yeah, sure. Cool. Just going to do that. Uh, and that's, uh, that's quickness. David. Okay, look. David. There you go. There you go. So I keep on looking at one of Shepard's character sheets and being like, Jesus! My quickness Literally. is amazing! <laughs> yeah. I take them all on! <laughs> Uh, all right, so 2d10, and my quickness is a d10. So, and it's going to be this d10 minus 2 because of my bulk. Mm-hmm. So, and, okay, so that's a 4. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, so that's going to be a 15. What was the difficulty? 20. Jeez. Okay. What's your acrobat? Uh, 4. So... So that's 15, that's 12, so 15 plus, oh, four, so 19. Yeah, so 19, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Jesus, you easily are just barreling through, but you're just so much faster than these two. And you turn around, uh, you guys book it for a little while, you, you start dodging through zombies, they're slow as can be, but it gets to the point where, uh, uh, Jesus, you easily dodge out of a way of a couple, and then a door, uh, that was holding like one or two that were in a, a van breaks open, it's, Several zombies, like two of them, stumble out of the van right in front of these two. So right now you have about four zombies that are kind of surrounding these guys. Okay. But you said them. there's two right in front of them, right? Two right in front of them, two right behind them. So I need to start rolling initiative. Okay. So everybody rolls an initiative. Okay. Ugh. I'm not free. Yeah. That would have been a great roll oh, that's if I was nice. doing something other than <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that we're all sucking. Oh yeah, this is zombies are doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. That's nice. Congratulations. All right, so what's everybody's initiative? Eight, five, three. Okay, zombies uh, go at three. David, what's your quickness? Seven. Um, I'm sorry. How many initiatives do you have? Three. Okay, you go first then. Okay. Uh, declaration of intent. Get the hell out of this situation. Okay. Uh, so I would like to separate myself from these zombies. Okay. Well, th- right now they're right in front of you, so you're going to have to make kind of an acrobatics to, to juke one. Okay. That's fine. Uh, juke two of them since they're in front of you, but, but basically what that means is you have to juke uh, out of 20. Okay. So the passive modifier is 20. Okay. Cool. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're grabbing, so I guess they wouldn't count as obstacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be a 20. Okay, cool. So it's going to, once again, be this... Minus two. Quickness is d10. Okay, so here we go. Two. Much better. Much better. That's a 15 uh, plus a f- 24. Oh. So that's a 19 and a 22. Great. Yeah, 23, you, yeah. yeah, you absolutely just do one of these Heisman style, slip yep. between the two of them, and they kind of... They they go for you, but you're you're out of the way in no time flat. Okay. Um, so the zombies get to go now. Uh, Angela, you have four zombies surrounding you. Ah. Uh, so they get they're going to attack. Oh my gosh! That's All nice. four of them are attacking me. Well, they yeah. He, no, no, that's that's fine. This um, this happened to me last time. It's fine. Uh, but Billy, actually, before you do that, can you distribute some um um plot dice stones? Sure. Nice. Because this seems like a situation where we might start using them. Yeah, so everybody, uh, how many do you get? Oh, right, plus three. All right, so there's another I one for you. I get three myself. And I also get three. So, I have a feeling that Angela's about to spend three, or one. 
But no. zombies are going to attack. They get a plus since there's three more on you, plus six. So, I mean, you could burn it now to go ahead of them, right? Uh, no, that's only if basically what I'm going to say is you can only use a plot dice when you are uh, – when it's like – say you or – say if the zombies were going to go against you mm-hmm. at the same time and mm-hmm. I say, well, no, they get to go first. You could say, no, I get to go first. She goes at eight. So – but she couldn't do – go as, at five. Thank you. Oh, you go at five? Yes. Um – no, I'm just confused. Well, is that a, am I thinking so, of the right no, rule? Or? So I we have used that in the past. It's not technically one of the ways you can use plot dice. Okay, that's except my that you can always, with the editor in chief's permission, you can always use the plot dice to break the rules. So mm-hmm. here, here's the thing: I will let you do it if if it was on your turn, you can absolutely use a plot one plot dice. But every couple steps away, you are from that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to spend an, an alternate, uh, another point. So, Angela, you'd have to spend two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to. Okay, for, to the go al- first. The alternative is if you decide that you want to hold your action, mm-hmm. like if the zombies were going at six and you decided that you didn't want to go until six, mm-hmm. um, you if you are holding your mm-hmm. action, you can always interrupt somebody. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, I just couldn't remember if no, I was thinking we, of the right yeah, we, yeah, game. Yeah, we, we were doing it, but I, like I said, I kind of went over this entire book. Okay. So, okay, cool. so Angela, they're going to attack. Uh, okay. Oh no, I thought that I thought that exploded. Nope. Eighteen uh, plus six, twenty-four. Uh, to that needs to go over my yes, that definitely goes over my avoidance. Okay, so they get to go for stop. D eight. What a bad cat! What a bad cat! How do you do this again? <laughs> D eight plus one. Okay, there it is. Plus four. Okay, cool. Plus three. Uh, 11 damage. Ouch. Does it go over your fortitude? No. Oh, wait. So 11 damage to you. Uh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. No. 11 plus 6. Uh, 17. Does that go over your fortitude? No. Okay. But you took damage? Yes. Angela, the zombies grab onto you and you feel, uh, several, like you, they grab, they're, they're grabbing you and you're starting to feel like, uh, they're scratching your arms. Ah. Don't forget to subtract your one melee armor. Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely take your armor. So the zombies have gone. They've grabbed onto her. Thank you. All right. So anybody go at four? Anybody go at five? I do. All right. It's really weird that I ran considering I'm a hero and you're my mentor. (laughs) (laughs) No, she was sacrificing herself for you. That's what mentors do. Exactly. You are are in fact grappled. So that means all I can do is try to escape? Yes. Uh... Uh, all right, escape is athletics or melee against the target's passive melee. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume melee is if I have a weapon in hand, which I do not. Mm-hmm. Question. What does her teleport do with this? She could can abs- just... She could. She can't, can absolutely I, just... I mean, that's... Right? Yeah, yeah. Just if you want, you could absolutely get out of this via a teleport. It would cost you 10, but yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and it does... And it only turns after the combat is over anyway. So. I mean, that makes sense. That's... That's what teleport does. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's exactly, you know, you're right. You could absolutely get out of there. There's, there's really no, I don't think there's any role involved. I'm double checking that really fast. I'm sorry I didn't have that earlier. Um, Gopher. We, he's being, just he's just sniffing stuff now. He's like, hey, is this food? Cause it's weird. I puked and now I'm hungry. <laughs> he does that. Oh, Gopher, I think you have a problem, buddy. You need to find he's the not an addict. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. 
Oh, fuck. I've got that song in my head and I forgot You're that I welcome. knew. You're welcome. You can teleport yourself up to yep. a full range of area... Range of an area with a single thought, depending on the source of your power. The transportation may involve going through alternate planes of reality or spending. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so my po- the source of my power is the darkness. There are shadows. One with the darkness. Yeah, there are shadows somewhere. <laughs> and so poof, I appear somewhere else. All right. So Angela, you appear uh, not too far away from he- uh, de- uh, Jesus. You kind of step out from an alleyway mm-hmm. uh, right next to Jesus. Ah. You can do that. And now we run. Yep. Okay. Yep. You guys continue <laughs> uh, running. Angela, the thing you have to take care of is you just got you just got like grabbed by a zombie, which is a natural attack, which means that they clawed you, which means you could you're infected. Ah. So you need to get that burned. <laughs> Does anybody have fire? Uh, you well, I'm, you guys always bring uh, basically what it is a bunch. Is, isn't like, it if we take a wound, we might be infected. No, it is whenever you take stamina damage from a, z- a zombie if they grab you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Zombies can't. This game is lethal. Yeah. This okay. game. But the thing is, I'm not going to make you roll to, uh, to, if you can if, if within the first hour you burn it, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say, okay, make a roll. You guys are fine right now. She oh, just has to burn it. Okay. Got you it. have, you do have like those, uh, little torches that, um, chefs use. Mm-hmm. Oh, you nice. all, yeah, you all wear them. You all have one, but you need to get somewhere now because she's bleeding in the arm. Mm hmm. There are houses around yeah. you. There's old. Is it the house? Is it the house? Yeah. 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 Okay. You guys. Uh, you guys like just turn a corner. You spot like a door uh, that seems like it's like, kind of been caved in, mm-hmm. and you guys like just run right into the house. Uh, and for now, uh, I'm going to say the zombies. If they did see you, they're a couple rounds away. Mm. Um, and right now, the house is completely. It's been torn apart. It's been ransacked. Uh, there's the stairs going up. Uh, to the uh, to the second floor. There's probably a basement somewhere. Where are you going? Uh, basement seems like you would have the best protection because the fire's obviously has the potential to attract their thermal vision. Mm-hmm. So and the screams. There's going I to don't scream. scream. Okay. Fire bath. Fire bath. Okay. So <laughs> you go. Yeah, you go into the kitchen, and there's the, definitely the door. Uh, it kind of just la- is lazily swinging open. Uh, just looked like it wasn't latched, uh, mm-hmm. and it goes down to the stairs. Um, it looks like these stairs have been collapsed in, like something heavy fell on them. You can climb down, but it's going to take an athletic to climb up if you want to take them. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's completely dark. There's no light coming into the basement. Or, uh, uh, I, I turn to the, uh, to you two and it's like, you can stay here. And then I jump down the darkness. All right. Since I can, I, uh, bonus of having darkness powers i can always see in the dark Mm -hmm. so i'm able to i see yep stairs are are collapsed not good but i can jump and be like i'm not going to break my leg because i know where absolutely the debris is and also you have night vision goggles david if you want to go yep how how far down is the is the jump it's just a it's it's not enough basically if you jump down if you didn't since you have night vision goggles, you can mm-hmm. easily jump down. Okay. It's going to take an athletic, athletics to climb up, uh-huh. but to jump, it's an easy jump. Cool. Yeah. I'll jump down there to make sure everything's cool. All right. Uh, Jesus, uh, I don't know if you have any kind of... I do not, do not bring any night vision goggles with me, so... Okay. Is, is it okay to jump? Should I jump? You might just want to stay up here. Okay. Keep, an, keep watch. All right. I'll keep an eye watch. Yeah. Tell, tell us if uh, they break down the door or anything. You'll notice by the screaming. Uh, Angela, Good right job. now, uh, in here you just see, uh, you, you, you're hearing a zombie somewhere. Just, don't move. I tell, exclusive. 
Uh, I'm going to try to figure out where the where the sound is coming from. There seems to be like a laundry room, uh, much like your semi. It's divided by a curtain, mm-hmm. and it, it's coming from behind there. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, easier said than done. Um, we got to take care of that thing first, or we can take care of your arm now. You take care. I, I'm I'm fine. I've got this. You take care of that. Okay. And I wait. <laughs> You're a very bad sidekick. <laughs> you are a bad... Just do your arm. <laughs> and I, I do. Is there some sort of role that's associated with this, Billy? Go for it. You need to make a res- uh, an action roll. Put your potato chip somewhere else. Yeah. My cat- <laughs> you need to make a resolve uh, a roll. So 2d10 right. plus resolve. And anything to keep you from uh, gr- any kind of grit, anything that you can kind of basically say a scale that's kind of like, you're awesome. If not, it's just resolve. Uh, difficulty, I'd say, uh, uh, 20 of trying to keep yourself from screaming. If you want to use any kind of item to help you with this, it can lower it. Items help you out if you can think of clever ways, like biting down on a stick or anything like that. Um, yeah, I don't really have any items on me that would help. Uh, except, um, you said we were in a basement? Yeah. Um, I, is it like, it, it, um, I'm looking for, uh, like old paint cans or something and a pa- I'm looking for the paint stirrer and that's what I would bite on. You find like a, an old ruler of something that they probably used to stir or rule. You find something easily. Okay, so. That's going to, mo- lo- that's going to give you a modifier of minus one, uh, uh plus two. So. Yay. So 18. And or, I would like no, to. Plus two, not lowering the difficulty. I would like to help because my character has, uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to stabilize, I'm, I'm going to hold her arm steady, make sure she doesn't, she doesn't, uh, move too far. And I'm going to be that- ready with a secondary, secondary cloth. To cover up the wound once it's been another plus two. So Angela, you get a plus four. Great job, uh, David. That's exactly what you need to do. Yay! And I watch her burn. (laughs) Uh, Sixteen, uh, thirty, twenty-one. Wait, sixteen, seventy, eight, nine, twenty, twenty-three, uh, plus four. So twenty-seven. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You were like grabbing her hand, giving her something to squeeze and stuff like that as you're helping her out. Too tight, too tight. <laughs> Angela, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. You're actually going to be taking uh, uh, five points of stamina damage. Which is fair. Yeah you, yeah, you just burned the shit out of your arm. But it seems like the, the scratches, you just did it one at a time. Seriously, kid? <laughs> did we feed them yet? We have not. Oh, wait, let's feed them. Okay. <laughs> so, how does the cat tell that these are chips? By the way, like, he just likes anything that that makes the the the, the crinkly sound. Yes, mm-hmm. David. Yeah. Oh, okay. as Angela get that, I'll just I'll, just keep, I'll go to you. You're oh. hear, you're hearing the zombies struggling uh, behind the curtain. Okay, uh, I'm gonna wait till Angela's character is ready, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to motion to Angela or excuse me to blackout that I'm going to stand on the side of the curtain mm-hmm. and kind of and I'm going to. Snap my fingers twice. I'm I'm signaling I'm going to do this. I'm not doing it just yet. And if the zombie follows the sound, I'm then going to collapse the sheet around it mm-hmm. to entangle it. Okay, cool. Um, you you do this. Okay. And there's nothing. There, there's no movement. You think the zombie must be trapped or something. Um, and then you kind of, as you're like squinting through your goggles, it seems like the zombie might be higher than what you like you kind of can see some kind of swaying motion 
And as you push open the curtain a little bit, you see why. Uh, there's two people, they're hanging from the rafters as oh. in they tried to kill themselves, and they both got reanimated. And they're just kind of swinging there, like... Uh, focus, worry about your arm, I'll take care of this. And I'm gonna kill them, both of them. Yep, they don't even have to roll, you just stab them both, and they just kind of, like, clump there. Uh, looks like just, you, either the zombie lost its hair, or it was like an old bald guy. It looks like it is a, kind of a, maybe grandparent type people. Uh, mm-hmm. they just kind of gave up down here. You look around, you don't see a note. Uh, judging by the bite marks, they just, they, they, this, in their decompetition, this must have happened probably... Early on in days uh, during the Z Day, mm. David. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're hearing zombies uh, moving around the uh, the outside of the house. Mm-hmm. I just need you to make a stealth roll to see if you can avoid uh, attracting them. Uh, they are going to be using their thermal vision to to kind of spot you, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be 16. Okay. No, so oh, I didn't write this one. It's stealth. What does stealth use again? Quickness. I'm assuming. Uh, quickness. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. <clears throat> so this one I would say resolve. You're trying to be quiet as possible. That is true. Mm-hmm. So you you can argue what you'd like to use. Okay. Well, I'll use resolve then in this case. So which means I will be using this one. My dick. Three plus my dick. So not, oh boy. That'd be bigger. <laughs> Nine, ten, eleven, fifteen. You needed a sixteen, I said? Yep. You can use a plot die afterwards if you'd like. Oh, or... that's true. Yes, you know what? I'm going to use a plot die. So, there you go. And I'm going to get... So, that's plus six for me because that's what my die is. Two more. So, 17. So, just barely make it. You made it. Yep. So Actually, a, a vase just actually drops and I just stop with my mind power. Like, yeah. Put it back up. Right. Here's your D6 so you just got from me. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, Angela, David... You guys, uh, just make, I'm not gonna even, since it's not, uh, trouble, it just takes you a little while to get back up the, uh, stairs. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, actually do make a roll to see, you're gonna make it up, but I wanna see if you can make it up silently. I actually took parkour, so. You I, automatically succeed. Yeah, cause I can wall run it. Yeah, you automatic, Angela, just see if you can do it silently. Uh, are there shadows up at the top of the stairs? You can't, yeah, there are. You nice. nailed it. Makes better to say. Well, I felt so clever. <laughs> you turn around, look down. You look down, like, need any help? And you turn around. And yes. No, I'm so clearly. Because I do that little thing that parkour people do where they, yeah. like, get up on a ledge and then they kind of swivel on their butt so that they can, like, stand up with their kinetic force, their momentum, stand up. And then he looks down. Bio? Bio, where did you go? And then uh, right behind her, uh, my head pops up. That's why she's the mentor. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are uh, going to make your run back. Uh, you, go, you guys have a short while to go. All right. All right. You guys have already been attacked, so I'm going to say you just you get to the diner. It, you, you, you take the kind of the backyard route. Mm-hmm. You see a couple zombies, but by the time they spot you, you either teleport away or you're jumping over a fence, and you, you're fine. And Is about, this now the start of a new scene, so yes. those of us who took damage are healed? Uh, yes, damage and damage, yeah. And you get your burnout back. Woot woot. Absolutely. Nice. See, it's helpful, but yeah, it's, it's it's all about getting you guys infected and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys make it to the parking area. Uh, you guys stop at the alleyway, the mouth feeding. It's You think it's like a hardware store next to you, and you're stopping right uh, across the street. You see a makeshift uh, wall made of cars, uh, drywall – not drywall, like 
planks of wood, planks of metal, signs, anything that they could find surrounding what you're assuming is the uh, Fremont Diner and Gin. Uh, you assume that because you see the sign kind of towering over uh, head. And you see uh, what looks like a lookout uh, no longer moving, just kind of slumped in position just on top of the sign. So dead inside, maybe. Maybe. Let's check out the perimeter. Okay. See if there's anything else to worry about. Okay, everybody make a perception check. Your uh, investigation check, I'm sorry. Investigation. So that'd be perception, I think. Is there an investigation? I think there is actually an investigation skill. Oh, I think I'm open to skills. Why, yes, I am. Well, let me just double check. If there is, I do not have it. Oh, there is no investigation. I think it is just perception. No. Okay. okay, perception. Perception, but you could have added something. Like, you could make that your Oh, you could have done, like, a specialization? I'm I'm going to say maybe. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Oh, a difficulty uh, 15. I make it. 27. Metallic eye sees all. Um, Doop, boop, boop. Uh, Let's see. This is 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I make it as well. They said zombies were attacking. Yes. And you're you're used to kind of driving into an enclave. If they're near a city, you drive in. They have some sort of process of getting the zombies away from the wall, let you drive in and close. But there's always usually zombies surrounding the wall or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. There's no zombies around the walls. But the gate seems to be closed and locked. But there's no zombies. This is a trap. I said it was a trap. This is a trap. Somebody inside might have been infected. Uh, Maybe they... They hid the wounds. They so the zombie attacked from the inside, and they couldn't escape. All fifteen of them from one zombie, unless it was Banshee. Banshee might be a super Z. It's a trap. It's possibly a so. trap. Look, guys, I appreciate that this looks like a trap, but I've laid traps before, and this is a pretty uh, this is a pretty sound one because we need the stuff that's in there, and I'm not going to come back empty-handed. It's right here. We made it all the way right here. If you're really eager to run all the way back through this town in order to go back to Bob What's-His-Fuck and tell him that... Carl. <laughs> and tell him that we pussed out, then that's fine. Robopuss, Shadowpuss, totally, totally fine. But I steal... I have known people who steal things. <laughs> And they make it look super easy, and they're handsome. So I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to get some stuff. And if I see Zs, if I see Super Zs, I'm getting out of there. But the what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Okay. All right. Robo's first. I'm, I'm cybernetic. Half of you goes first. Use your eye thing to scope it out. Heat vision. I I cannot do that. Well, that is. I can. I can. I can move. I can't move a car. Are there? uh, There's windows. Uh, You have to get over the gate first. Oh, 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 yeah, over the gate. First challenge over the gate. Over the gate. (laughs) Roll it. Wow, I can't believe you guys died. How did you you stab yourself with a chain link fence? (laughs) (laughs) So there's the gate that's locked. If you guys want to try to pick it or force it open or just climb over the gate. I mean, it's going to be a lot harder to climb over the gate because they have done like barbed wire Mm -hmm. and spikes. But 
I'm not saying you can't. You, it'd be a difficulty 25 to get over the gate unharmed. Uh, oh, what would be the difficulty to lockpick? Uh, it's a, the lockpick, I'd say 20. Hmm. Um, and to just force it open? Uh, force it open. We could do a, uh, a might roll. I mean, depending on what you're, how you're trying to force it open. I'm going to, uh, I'm not even announcing it. I just go up to it and I, uh, like rattle the lock for a second. It's a solid lock and I start trying to lockpick. Cool. Try it out. So I said 20. Uh, yes. Yep. So see if you can, uh, unlock it with your lockpick. Okay. I was going to try to help out. I was going to try to help out. Well, I did it without telling anybody what I yes. was doing. So. Good point. Good point. Unless you're psychic now. Are you psychic now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. That's 10. Jesus, don't remember. Also, 14. remind me about your luck powers. No, I don't have luck powers. Uh, oh, you didn't I didn't just, I just, uh, just fully force I might change it later. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to spend a plot die, Billy. Okay. And uh, try to get a four or higher. That is I a second do not. Uh, nope. By did. Finally, I drop my lock picks and I'm like. It's a solid lock. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll they take know, care of it. They know what they're doing. I'm gonna try to blast the door open. What? With okay. My, with my powers. Wait, are you just trying to blast the door? Or are you just trying to blast the lock that the padlock? Which is easier, the padlock? Oh, the padlock. Would okay, be much I'm gonna just try to use it. You don't need to hit. You need to outdo. Uh, you have to go over its uh, material strength with damage. So roll a damage roll. Okay, what would be the damage for? It would be... It would be quickness plus whatever your uh, move object, uh, or it would be half of your move move object, since, it, since it's a kinetic Oh, right. So I, oh, is this emulated, though, right? So I'd be using... You would use it. All right. All right. All right, so it would be half of this. So what's that, another D6? Yep. Oh, Billy? Yep. Okay, sorry. Alexa, stop. Mm-hmm. Quickness plus my quickness, which is D8, plus half of my object, which would be rolling up, uh, rounding up or down? Uh, rounding up, I'm going to say. Okay, so four. So that'll make it another... So you would be a four, so a D8. So D8 plus D8. Right, so tr- and you're, you have to get... Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to use... This is my attribute die. Right. In case... It, oh, that... Yeah, yeah that attribute die is below. Yep. Three. <laughs> is, I said it. It's a solid lock. It's a strong lock, yes. It yeah. opens its eye. Who goes there? <laughs> yeah, this lock is guys have got, have gotten you beat. All right, I'm going to give it a shot. I need to rework this character after we're done. No, it's, I mean, it's, you, you just rolled one and one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nothing you could have done. But, uh, a lock picking is logic, which I didn't know when I made this mm. character. Um, so oh, lock picking is logic. Okay. Yeah, I don't think mathematically it's even really close for me to. You would to roll do it. 2d10. Plus a D6. Plus a D6. So that's 26 possible. Plus, how much do you got in lockpicking? Four. Four. That would give you a 30 possible. Plus, Plus you can also get help from Angela. Remember, assisting. I know. I'm trying to think of what she could do. I knew what I was going to do to help her. Oh, she can assist. As long as she she has uh, pick locking, she can help you out. Like, hold a flashlight. Do all this kind of stuff. Random question. Mm -hmm. If I had said tried to pull the padlock off. You would use your might. My, I would use my, no, with my power, my move object power. You would, of use, just, you would use your resolve, basically what you would. Do I know, just, but it was, so instead, if I just pulled it, it would use my my full move object instead of like a kinetic strike. Correct. Use so basically destroying Adam Reed using might. Okay. And instead of using might, we'd be using your resolve and powers. Yes. Oh, I just wanted to be sure. Uh, but yeah, David, if you want to roll, Angela. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll uh, hold the the flashlight, and I'm I'm also like kibitzy. It's like. No, no, more, more to the left. No, not, not that far to the left. You're supposed to be helping. All right. Ow. No, 
fucking blew that roll completely. Go okay. home. <laughs> <laughs> we get in our shit. We're like, what happened? All right. There's a lock. So instead, I'm going to... Okay, move on. I'm going to try again. So instead <laughs> of my... You're going to use a resolve. So yes. what's... what? Can I see the roll? So it's be another D10 for me. Cool. And using mine, it's versus the objects, hit objects, times yep. five. So, okay, here it is. Um, yep. So basically... 2d10 plus my might versus its material 25. strength. I hit 25 with this knife. Because it's not only its material strength, it is basically its material strength and its hit. And there's a calculation that I did. It's 25. Okay. So you have to get this over 25. <laughs> this is a really good lock. This is not that great of a lock. It's okay, just you guys so are rolling seven. so bad. 11. Ah! <laughs> this is a really good lock. Can I, I mean, can can I is this, is this my craftsman? four XP right now to up my logic? <laughs> Is this is this a craftsman lock? This is a really good lock. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm going to look around. I'm going to start casing out the joint for a different method of entry. How many things can you lift, Jesus? Uh, up to 700 pounds, but I can lift as many as I can split up my might. How much do they weigh? And do you weigh? Yeah, I wanna, can I just pick up... Because I was going to think of doing it before. Can I just pick up a zombie if I wanted to with my power? I guess, I guess. I suppose you can. Yeah, I just want to just, just know that fact before That's we start. You can pick yeah. up a zombie. You can totally pick up us, even if yeah, it's one I can, time. Yeah, I actually checked. I can actually pick up two people with my power at the same time if I wanted to. So, whoop. I'm going to go around and pick it up. I probably should have done this first. Boundaries. Boundaries. Okay. Ooh. I'm not touching you. So you guys Ooh. float over uh, the barbed wire and you look down into like the, the parking lot and it's completely abandoned. There's some you see some shell cases on the floor, but that's about it. All right. Now, flight is an emulated power for this thing, so would I still have to pay a point in order to try to jump over? Yeah, but you're are, are you going to have them land? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Are you, so you're slowly moving he it just forward, yeah. gently l- lowers no, it no, down no, no, no. into the I chicken wire. Gently pull it over. <laughs> <laughs> it's better this way. I'm, I'm going to put them over the gate and then slowly drop them. Yep. And then in, in, into the nail moat. Into the nail moat. <laughs> it's full of nails. You're rich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to just, I'm going to, you know what, why not? Jump over myself. Right. You absolutely do it. Jesus, make sure to mark down when you use an emulated power because if you do it more than 10 times, you can mm-hmm. pay 5 XP and then you can have it. Okay. So emulated. Okay. You guys are over the the lock. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this first half of this Rotted Cape episode, where the characters face off against the mini-boss, the impenetrable lock. I assure you, these people are heroes. If you like this game, you have other games and other genres and systems you might enjoy, in superheroes and fantasies and whatever. You also have blog posts, videos, and other stuff that you may be able to withstand. But if you like us, and only if you really like us, Consider giving to our Patreon. With the money, we buy things like food, web hosting, and a goddamn key for a lock. If you don't have the cash or you're not inclined, which is fine, consider talking about some forums, giving us good reviews and services like iTunes, or whatever you want to do to get the fanable word out there. We would love to get more fans like you. Thanks for listening, and see you next week for the second half of this Rotted Cape Adventure.